0: Welcome back to Everyday Economics, the podcast that helps you learn about the economic world happening around you every day. I'm your host, Chris Krug, president of the 501c3 nonprofit, nonpartisan Franklin News Foundation. Everyday Economics, the production of America's Talking Network. You can listen to all of our podcasts at americastalking.com. To support Everyday Economics and podcasts such as this one, please make your tax-deductible charitable contribution by clicking the link in the show description. We're recording this episode on Friday, September 29, 2023, and joining me, as always, my friend, the great Dr. D. Vunghi, PhD economist. Hey, Dr. O, you um, took some insights into the market, you know, in your in your, your role as an economist at Zillow, and um, it, it seems like it's, uh, it's getting a lot of traction. Business Insider's picked it up. I think Yahoo's picked it up. I'm sure there's many other outlets that have picked it up. You're looking ahead at the next 12 months. So really the next year out until like uh, the end of August or perhaps the you know, beginning of September of 2024. And you're forecasting and I'm not put words in your mouth. You can tell me what, you know, what, uh, the strength of this forecast that home prices you think are going to see another 5% increase. You feel like mortgage rates are going to level off and hang in there and the housing market itself is going to is going to stay in this not necessarily a state of like a stasis that we're in right now but it's certainly not moving at the rate that it was moving a year ago at this time we're really I, guess, I don't know when when was the when was the when was it really going crazy maybe the spring of 2022 15 people bidding on everything yes, and 2021
1: 20, no. 2021 we 2021. Had craziest, yeah, that sounds the about craziest right a surge in housing demand in a, in a long, long time. No, I mean, look. So to summarize, you think housing prices
0: are going to go up. You think mortgage rates are going to largely stay the same.
1: No, yes? I, 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 no not quite. Uh, let, let's just put it this way. I think that... Uh, <laughs> I oversimplified you, my friend. Uh, I, yeah, I, look, I, I think, here's the thing. I think mortgage rates are probably going to go up a little bit more. And that has to do with the fact that the yields are increasing, right? So... You see real, real yields are increasing. Uh, you have, you know, uh, expected higher fiscal deficits in fiscal year 24, 25, 26. The, the yield on the 10 year is likely to go up by about 25, 25, basis points for every one point, uh, one percentage point increase, 100 basis points increase in, in fiscal deficits as a share of GDP. And so of course you know I, I I see nominal yields I see real yields increasing and the mortgage rates tend to follow the yield on the 10 year. And so I don't I don't see why mortgage rates will fall at this point. I think mortgages are likely to continue to take a little bit higher. Uh they're probably going to settle somewhere ra- in the range of 7.5 and 8%, maybe maybe around closer to 8%, who knows. But there are massive headwinds. And the headwinds, of course, are, uh, rising oil prices, tighter credit conditions are going to slow down the labor market, right? All these things are likely to actually, you know, kind of cool down the U.S. economy, right? And, and that could actually maybe put a, put a, a roof, put a, a ceiling on yields and mortgage rates. Now, why is the housing market slowing down right now? The housing market is slowing down for two reasons. The first one is it's normal. For housing to slow down, housing demand to slow down in, in the fall and, uh, and early winter, right? So typically every year, uh, people move in the spring and, uh, and late summer, early fall, uh, up to December, the housing market tends to cool down. So that's absolutely normal. Uh, the, the fact that mortgage rates are higher is adding a- additional pressure to cool down to moderate the pace of housing activity and that's why that is why we're seeing uh, August sales decline decline somewhat right it's a, it's been another shock mortgage rates have increased a little bit more uh, on top of the the normal seasonal cool down and that is why we're seeing sales decline uh now you uh, you also have to remember that part of the story is the fact that mortgage rates actually have a larger negative impact on supply than on demand. I think that's the part that everybody's so surprised about.
0: Let's get into that because I think that's an important part of 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 your of the findings that you're bringing to the market that are kind of underpinning your insights here. There's a not a profound volume problem just yet, but there's definitely a, a volume problem with regard to available homes. We, you and I have talked oodles and oodles of times on here about like there are just not being enough houses in the marketplace and 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 I mean and I, I think that's a pretty solid foundation for you to stand
1: on and I don't think it's it's, it's nobody's gonna argue about that with you right Absolutely We're short about a, almost a million existing homes when compared to 2019.
0: So help me to understand this there's a couple a couple pieces a couple data points inside of in, inside of your work that's been now reported elsewhere. And I want to try to pull it back to the source since you're the source, right? Is that, and this I'm pulling this from Business Insider, which not not necessarily my favorite source for information, right? But it says this, says inventory levels though have increased slightly, which was cited as the reason why Zillow chose to downgrade its home price forecast. New listings jumped 4% last month, which could help ease supply pressure and cap home prices over the next year. Right. Then there's then there's a, a quote in here from you, but it, it goes on to say experts have warned housing affordability is unlikely to improve until mortgage rates dial back more significantly. That could unlock more inventory to hit the housing market, but it is unlikely to happen anytime soon with experts forecasting mortgage rates to end the year around six percent. Well, 6% is a far cry away from
1: where we are now. I disagree with the experts that they uh, went, went out and got. I think mortgages are going to remain uh, above the 7% mark, maybe even above 7.5%. Uh, yeah. so, Which takes that- us back
0: about, tw- this is like 25 years ago. I mean, this is honestly, this market from a pricing standpoint or f- from a mortgage pricing standpoint is very much in line with when I bought my first house
1: in 1998. That it looks yeah, exactly a, like, a, a, yeah. a time where a time where growth was robust and so yields are yields were really high. Uh, absolutely. So so but let's go back to that story. You know, I think one thing that people forget, you know, is everybody's always worried about price crashes in the housing market. The reality is Zillow research shows 80 percent of homeowners with a mortgage have a mortgage rate below five percent. And that means there's people with four percent mortgages out there, three percent mortgages, my neighbors like 2.8 percent, something like that. He has no incentive to go out in the market today, to list his home, to sell it, and to go and get himself a seven percent, seven point three percent mortgage rate. No incentive whatsoever. That's thousands of dollars more in terms of monthly payments right? Uh, especially given that house prices are way higher than they were when he bought his house, okay? Uh, so, he has no incentive to do that, okay? that that, And so, you know, when you look at new listings, new listings are still down. They've been falling since 2018. You know, people are just not selling. They're just not selling. And so, when you look at the existing homes inventory today, it's almost 40% below what it was in 2019. And that account that amounts to about 900,000, a little over 900,000 homes. And so, you know, if you don't have a lot of inventory on the market and you still have demand where it's at, you know, you basically have a supply constrained market and you just can't get a big price decline. You just can't. Now, of course, I'm not saying prices are going to be soaring. They're not because builders have been building. That's the good news. Builders have been building. And, you know, when demand still exceeds supply, builders, well, builders have an incentive to build and builders have been building. Housing starts have picked up again in 2023. Yes, they come down a little bit last month, but there's a lot of units under construction right now. You know, 1.8, I have roughly 1.8, 1.9 million units between starts and permits uh, that are coming, right? Plus the units that are already under construction. And so builders have been active, you know, as of late, of course, builder confidence waning somewhat because they're seeing demand slow down a little bit, which is somewhat normal for this time of the year. Yes, mortgage rates are playing a role on demand as well. But when it comes to prices, ultimately, you can't engineer a price crash unless you have a ton of new units that come at a time where demand is slowing. And we just don't have that. We're still short. We're still short from where we were before the pandemic. So you still have a supply-constrained housing market. And of course, that means uh, it's there's a floor in prices. And prices are not going to tumble. Well, I appreciate the insights as always. For Dr. Orfei Divangui,
0: this has been Chris Krug. Subscribe to Everyday Economics and dozens of other quality podcasts at Americastalking.com.